welcome to the H&HR podcast. I am one of your hosts, Heidi Bolt. I'm here with my best friend, my sister, Heather Taves. Hi, Heather. Hello. Here we are, podcasting again. Here we are. We're on like a marathon day today. I know. We've got we've got several. Yes, we do. And it's going to be fun. Yes. Okay, so um, if you are new to the show, mm-hmm. we want to say welcome. Mm-hmm. We're so glad you're here, and we are excited for what you have tuned in for today because Heather and I um, are super strategic about just praying that God would bring the right guest for the episode that you need to hear. Right. And so today I think this is an episode that you need to hear. Yes. And there's going to be something in it for you. And maybe you're new and you're not exactly sure what Heidi and I are all about. Um, But we just had this God idea two years ago um, to start this podcast to highlight ordinary things in our lives because we really believe that it is the ordinary things in our lives that are truly extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And I say this to my kids all the time. You guys, it's the littlest things in life that are really the biggest things that mean the most, that are going to hold the most value. Um, As you grow older, you realize that, I think. But sometimes even as adults, we forget that. You know, those simple things that hold so much value, whether it's a kind word to a friend or taking someone a cup of coffee or sitting on the couch and snuggling with your kids, whatever it might look like. And so we love to remind people of that. That's right. You know, beat it into their heads, as you said earlier. Yep. Well, we've had listeners posting recently about Mm -hmm. seeing the extraordinary in their ordinary moments. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, what an awesome win that these moms watching their little ones put on their socks Mm -hmm. in in a world where they struggle with sensory, like that is a huge win. Right. And she recognized that. And I thought, man, that's... God is so good yep. to give us eyes to see. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, we have a fun guest today. We do. Heidi, do you want to introduce her since you're, this is your kind of your story? I would love to. So I would love for all of our listeners to welcome to the show Gretchen Anderson. Hello, listeners. How are you today? Oh, I'm well. How are you? We're good. good. We're good. Okay. So listeners, men and women, this woman sitting across from us is this gorgeous blonde. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> um, we actually met getting our hair done. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. reverse uh, like a month or so, so yeah. ago, mm-hmm. um, I was sitting in my salon in the processing room mm-hmm. uh, with color right. on That's my hair, right. mm-hmm. and there was this beautiful woman sitting across from me on her phone, <laughs> um, scrolling probably through Instagram, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. kind of just making sure no one looked at her while she had her foils on her head. <laughs> yes, that was happening. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> But I tend to not be super shy, and something in me just felt like I was supposed to talk to you that day. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'll be honest, I was super tempted to be on my phone too because mm-hmm. my three kids weren't with me. And so I could have like a moment to just mm-hmm. think in full sentences. Right. <laughs> and, um, but I just felt like I was supposed to acknowledge you. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking. We did. And right about yes. that time, the gentleman doing your hair came in to check your foils, yeah. make sure your hair wasn't falling off your head. Right, exactly. And exactly. Uh, he left and yeah. I said, oh, is he new here? I've never seen him here. And you said, oh, I actually don't know because this is my first time mm-hmm. here. Right. And you said, I'm brand new, brand new. to mm-hmm. Peoria. Mm-hmm. I am. I am indeed. I'm brand new. Um, I actually uh, come from up near Chicago. Okay. So came here in July um, because I was getting married in yes. September. September 1st, I married my husband and I didn't know anybody. I didn't really leave the house from July until September 1st trying to make sure we got married. But a girl's got to get her hair done. That's right. But a yeah. girl's got to look good. That's right. And um, so, oh, uh, so yes, we took that time until September 1st. Then after that, I was deciding I need to explore Peoria. Yeah. I need to see what you offer as a city. What yes. You know, I, I know mm. nobody, so I'm going to go out in the community. And I am a huge fan of the arts. So that was one of the first things that I wanted to do. I saw that you had a civic center, mm-hmm. lots to do there. That That is just an amazing place. And um, I've already been to see Jay Leno and, you know, other things and music. I saw Kenny G. I just, it's just such a neat place. You can see anything and everything. I mean, it's just great. And then um, in the fall, Peoria actually offered down on the riverfront an amazing arts show, an exhibit. Yes. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't know what to expect going into Peoria and, and looking at this. And it's one of the top 200 art shows in the country. Hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And it's like you have all these artists and just booth after booth after booth and it went on forever. And it was just so amazing. And I thought, gosh, you know. This is a gem. Puria is a beautiful gem of a city, and I wish more people would realize that. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you you told me some of those things sitting mm-hmm. there. You mm-hmm. were just like, I'm brand new to Peoria, yeah. and I love it oh, so much. I do. And I just thought, girl, <laughs> I yes. love you so much. <laughs> Thank you, yes. Because, well, one, you just radiated joy. Mm-hmm. You were so positive, and you were so uplifting to talk to. Mm-hmm. Well, and good. And I loved our chat. And I when did your too. guy came mm-hmm. in, or my girl came in and said, time to wash, I was yep. like, go away. Yeah, we're I having a great talk here. <laughs> we're having a discussion. <laughs> yes. But, you know, the thing that I thought is just, um, you were so positive. Thank and you. I'm so drawn yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to acknowledge you in that. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I know. Well, gift. and you too. I mean, you just, to approach somebody takes a lot. and But to have like such good energy about it and to just want to bring that person into the conversation and make you feel comfortable. Because yeah. obviously, if you're reaching for your phone, you're not comfortable. You mm-hmm. don't, you know, you're mm-hmm. doing that for a reason yeah. to kind of put up some mm-hmm. tunnel to vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I was so appreciative too because I... I didn't know anybody. Yeah. Like you are my first friends that oh. I know here. I know one other person. And oh. so it you know, it's just it means a lot that people feel comfortable enough to reach out. Yeah. To make me feel comfortable, you yeah. know. And I think that's wonderful because it doesn't necessarily happen in society all the yeah, time. And I just like this person's talking to me. I went home and I told everybody. You know, I told my husband, I'm like, you don't believe this. I met this wonderful lady and she was at the salon with me. And, and it just, it meant a lot. It means oh, a lot. And, and I, yeah. So it just really, it just really meant a whole bunch to me. So well, thank you. You're I welcome. Know when, when Heidi told me about it, um, she said, hey, I, I think I found someone I want to put on our podcast. Uh, she And the thing that's, I think, one of the things that stuck out to her so much was your um how you felt about Peoria because this is our home city Mm -hmm. and it's very easy to forget that it's a great place Mm -hmm. and it's it's very easy to get sucked into the negativity that does sort of exist around here about Mm -hmm. Peoria in this area and it was so encouraging to hear someone who's not from here come in and say like this is a gem this Mm -hmm. is a beautiful place like Mm -hmm. everyone that's here should appreciate it and value it and I think you know we feel that way we love it here I mean the traffic there's no traffic there's no tra- right <laughs> there is no traffic here none yeah. I know it's about so, four minutes worth yeah <laughs> I know yeah. So I nice. planned for an hour to get here today and I was like oh, oh no it's not that you know it's not that long I was I was looked at my my directions I thought oh my gosh I'm gonna get there in like 15 minutes well, yeah. You, know, yeah. you know it's not it's not that whole mentality of being up in Chicago that you know you better prepare a two-hour block to be yes, able to, to leave go your anywhere home, you know? yes yeah. yeah so it was just so encouraging because I I Good. just really hope that people can catch on to that mm-hmm. if they're especially if they're from here and say like, wow, we do have a gift here in this area. You do. You do. It's an amazing city. And I wish people would realize that. I was like, gosh, you know, um, the other day I I did go up to Chicago Mm -hmm. and I went to the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Mm -hmm. And then I found out the other day that you have a symphony here. Yeah. And I was elated. I was like, oh, I don't have to go to Chicago. And I know, (laughs) my understanding is that they're going to be doing the Messiah. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And anybody who can see it, you know, just listen to it. It's just, I mean, it's long, but it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is another gem. You know, and I keep finding them. And I'm just like, it's so amazing. And everyone that I run into, whether it's the store or, you know, at a restaurant, everyone is so kind here. No, I love that. And yeah, and I wish people would hear Mm -hmm. that and and just really understand, you know, when you come from a more urban area, Mm -hmm. sometimes that's not always coming through um, because people are very focused. Mm -hmm. They have places to go. They're Mm -hmm. very, you know, Mm -hmm. um, tunnel vision. They've got an hour drive. Yes, Mm -hmm. thank you. They have an hour drive. And then you have to find parking. That's right. (laughs) And everyone's grouchy after that. Yes, and it's like, oh, whoa, what just happened? And so um, here, it's just amazing. Everybody's kind. Everybody says hello to you. Mm. And that, I'm just going to tell a little story if that's okay. Okay. Yes. Because I um I live in Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um so there's a little store there. And it, this was the first I took a venture adventure out and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go out into the community and I'm just gonna go to the store. And I got out of my car and I get to the front of the store and there's a gentleman standing out there. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and he's like, Hello. And I'm like, Oh, and I looked straight <laughs> down. And I was because I was for twenty years almost I was trained to you know, you just Wow. Tunnel vision that out. And mm-hmm. I was so startled because my other thought was, is this man going to try to rob me in the parking lot? You know, and, and I thought yeah. that, and, but that's how we've been trained when mm-hmm. you, you know, uh, when you live closer to a larger city. And, and it was actually the owner of the store and he oh. was just saying hello. Oh. He was out there just getting some carts. And I thought, how special is that? Yeah. 
this this is how I was raised. I, I come from Michigan, and so it's a small town in Michigan, and that were that's how we were raised. Yeah. That those are the values that you have. You say hello to everybody. Yeah. You greet them. You're kind to everyone, and I just it's. After that, it was just like, oh, everywhere. And even my father, my father now lives with me. Um, he is a senior citizen, and he, he lives with me and, and my husband. And um, it's he said the same thing. He's like, everybody is so kind here. Aww. Yeah. And so I hope everyone hears that, that hmm. this, this is a very special city, hmm. and the surrounding towns mm-hmm. are just great. Everyone's so kind. I can't get over it. I'm just like, this is pure joy. Wow. Just so, so joyful. Good job, Peoria. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the region. Peoria. That's right. <laughs> There's good people here. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, one of the things we ask our guests, sure. um, we ask them two questions, everybody the same two questions. And the first one is, what do you feel about yourself is ordinary? Hmm. Okay, so I just probably, probably my everyday is ordinary. You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, I do laundry like everybody. Yeah. I, I go to Walmart. Like everyone, you know, it's mm-hmm. just your daily routine. Mm-hmm. It's very ordinary. It's not, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't have superpowers or anything like that. Yeah. So just, yeah, every, every day is just sort of ordinary. Yeah. So I, I think, um, my, my every day, yeah. I just kind of, I just kind of go along every day mm-hmm. and, yeah. and I just take my time and enjoy everything that I see. Yeah. So, yeah. That, it's actually such a common answer. Yeah. Like, oh, is it? Yes. Okay. I mean, people, people really feel like. I just have an ordinary life. These are mm-hmm. the things that I do that everyone else does. So this is less common of an answer, I think, is what we get for this next one, Heidi. Yeah. What about yourself is extraordinary? Okay. So I think part of me that is extraordinary is the selfless acts that I try to do. Mm. I try to, you know, it's small things. That are extraordinary, as you say. Yes. And it's something as simple as, you know, if you see a senior citizen going in the door and he needs help or she needs help, you hold the door for him. Mm-hmm. You help people who are disabled. To me, that's extraordinary. Yes. Mm-hmm. To going that extra mile to help somebody, I think, is just absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. And most times people don't see it. Mm-hmm. You won't get acknowledged for it. Yeah. yeah. But it brightens your soul. Yes. It makes you mm-hmm. feel good. Yeah. And you're like, and I just help that person, which makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes. So at the end of the day, it's sort of, you're just, this little extraordinary event just happened between you and probably somebody else. But that's what makes makes it, makes me extraordinary is I think that just, you need to do the selfless acts. Mm-hmm. So good. And I love that because it's really about you paying attention to everyone else. Yes. And not just yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's mm-hmm. taking your eyes off of yourself mm-hmm. and saying, who's around me and, and how can I serve them and how can I see them? Yeah. Absolutely. And we need more of that. Right. So who taught you to see people like that? Was it your mom? It was my mom. It was, well, actually it's my mom and my dad. Okay. Um, and yeah, they're, the founding, we've always had sort of a faith base. Mm-hmm. And my mom and father were always um, just do right by everyone. Mm. Do, do better for them. You know, because their whole idea was we do we do right for you. Yeah, you do right for others. Yeah, and absolutely. so, um, yeah, they they put that in that foundation for us, and it just it's always resonated with me. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to somehow help. I'm a helper, mm-hmm. and you just really want to help other people and make their lives the, as best as they can be for them. So. You guys, she's beautiful inside and out. Oh, I know. Thank Thank you. Goodness. I love it. That's awesome. Good find, Heidi. I know. Like, I found the gem. Well, we were meant to be. We (laughs) crossed paths because we were meant to see each other. And we chatted. I mean, Mm -hmm. just get off your phone and chat. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, you just... You just told us about your mom before yes. we hit record. Can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about your mama and about sure. losing her? Sure, absolutely. Uh, when I was 22 years old, my mother, um, she died of cancer. Mm-hmm. And she had a very um, horrible six months worth from a lung cancer. Mm-hmm. And so it for our family, it was, you know, just it bottomed out our family. Yeah. And, you know, because your mom, as you know, being moms, it, you are the heart of that family. Yeah. You keep everything going. She's the glue. And, yeah, she is the glue. Yeah. And when the glue isn't there, the family kind of falls apart. Yeah. And so, um, but she was an amazing woman. And um, I give, you know, shout outs to moms everywhere because, mm-hmm. you know, that is a job. Yeah. It is a full-time job. And our mother was just amazing. She was just, she stayed at home. Um, and she just 
was there every day. I was just telling my husband the other day, she would make amazing cinnamon rolls. Oh. And, <laughs> and we would walk in and she would always have these huge treats of cinnamon rolls that she had baked. And then um, at Christmas, she would have our dining table be full of cookies. And, oh. and the little neighborhood kids could come and they'd get bags of them. And then we'd give out trays. And it just, it was very special. And she was just a wonderful woman. And she was the foundation of our family. And, mm. and my sister and I, um, it's just the two of us. And, um, and at the end of the day, she made two remarkable women and mm. she's not here to see it obviously, but mm. she, she was so great. And, mm. and so we, we try to be as she would have wanted us. She would be so proud. Yeah, oh, would. thank you. And her legacy is living on obviously. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Did you, were there people to help get you through that grief? What did that look like? Yeah. So that was hard. I, um, to give you a little background, you know, when you're 22 years old, people say you're an adult, but you are not, you are not emotionally an adult. Yeah. And so it was, it was a difficult challenge because I had not graduated college yet. Mm -hmm. So it was my last semester of school. So trying to get through that, um, was difficult, but I had a strong family and I had an aunt, uncle, who would come and they would take care of my mom. We had a wonderful neighbor down the street. Um, she would come and sit with my mom so that I could go to school and I would come home every weekend to care for her mm-hmm. so my father could go to work. Wow. So, you know, this is this this is common, though, when you become a caregiver mm-hmm. for someone who is terminally ill. Yeah. So, um, but we had, a, we had a great support system. And even when I was in college, our local hospital actually had um, a support group mm. for caregivers. Wow. You know, and so I, I was like, I'm, I'm young. I was the youngest person there. Yeah. But it helped. It mm-hmm. helped immensely because you hear other people talking about what it feels like to be a caregiver. Yeah. And how that can stress you. But you don't want to show that to the person who's ill. Sure. Right? So how, how do you go about that? So we, yeah, we had a lot of support, um, but it's still, it's, it's still very difficult. Yeah. It's your mom. It's your mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you want your mom there as you walk through all these, your journey and all of the things that come up. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We have a very special mama. She's, she's incredible. And she just, and honestly, I would say like, she's, she's such a rock in our lives that, Mm -hmm. you know, I know losing her would be. Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. Oh, but that's phenomenal that you have a wonderful mom. I mean, I always, she's I, awesome. I always give people that I'm like, that's joyful. You know, yes. you have a good mm-hmm. mom, and mm-hmm. she's still present. Yeah, you know? and value them. Yeah, show them yeah. they're valued. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, very recently, you get married for the first time. I did. I love I this. Did. I know. At 42 years old, right? At 42. I hope everyone hears that. At 42. I love this so oh much, Gretchen. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Okay, so tell us about that. Tell us about your sweet husband sure. and how you ended up here in Peoria, Illinois. Okay, so my husband's name is Ryan, and Ryan and I, um, we actually met through uh, a dating site. Okay. Okay, so we, we actually met through eHarmony. Okay. And um, he and I were together for four and a half years. This was sort of a long distance relationship. Um, and I lived actually about 10 miles from downtown Chicago when we started dating. Okay. And he was down here in Washington. So it's a three hour trip. Yeah. One way. So we made it work for four and a half years. And, uh, and then we decided to get married. And I, one of my key factors was I, I didn't get married younger because I, I was trying to get my career and I had to take care of of family things. And then, um, I also just didn't want to get divorced. Mm. I didn't want to get married young and have, when you hear that you get married young and you grow up with that person mm. instead of, you know, growing together, um, which oftentimes causes the mm-hmm. rifts that you mm-hmm. see. So I really just wanted to make sure that I found the one that wow. was, you know, this is the person that I'm supposed to be with forever. Yeah. Um, and so we waited and he was 42 as well. And first time marriage. First time marriage wow. for both of us. We'd never been married before. So. That's really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost unheard of. So yes. yeah. Um, but we, and then I moved here and, um, everything's great. Everything is wonderful. Yeah. Um, did you have the big wedding? We did. We you actually did? we we got married at the Pier Marquette. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, um, which I have to say, another little shout out to Peoria. Um, when we got married, that 
that weekend they were also having a blues fest okay down on the riverfront and it was so great because then our guests could go down there so yeah. they're not stuck in the hotel you're sure. just kind of waiting for everything to happen so they enjoyed all the activities that the city provided yeah yeah we had people coming back raving about the blues fest <laughs> they were like this is so great you know and that's awesome and i'm like oh it's so much better than you know just being stuck in a hotel so yeah, yeah it yeah. was it was it was it was a wonderful time that's yeah. so sweet okay so what surprised you about marriage oh anything <laughs> uh, <laughs> well yes yes um you know when i think no matter when what age you get married you do realize that there are two personalities coming together. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that sometimes it has its challenges. Um, our, the, the word of the day for us is compromise. Mm, yeah. It's, so, it's really good. It, because um, at our age, too, when you get into your 40s and later, you kind of are set in your ways. Yeah. You, and you, you've done life on your yes, own for a long you. time. And you've been in charge of your house. Mm-hmm. He's been in charge of his house. So now we have to be in charge of our house together. <laughs> Which didn't always and doesn't always translate the best. But yeah. we make it work and you make that compromise. Yeah. And even when we're in disagreements, uh, you always remember that you married that person for love. Yeah. And you come back to it. And I have to tell myself that. I'm like... I, I love him and mm-hmm. I just have to get through this. I yeah. have to rethink maybe how I communicate with him mm-hmm. or how, you know, whatever, so that we can get to a better place again. So good. Yeah. And um, so we compromise a lot. <laughs> we do. It's a daily thing. You know, yeah. you have to make those compromises and um, and that's okay. That's all right. Because and do you both compromise? Yes. Like are there times when you have to compromise and times when he has to and it's Right. It works yep. out. Yeah. Yep. We just, each one of us, and, you know, it's that, that okay, you're going to give. Okay, now I'm going to So it's that back and forth of compromising. So um, it's 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 making us stronger, yeah. being able to do that, yeah. um, and realizing that, you know what, you're not in it by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. There's this other person here, yeah. and they have feelings. Yeah. And yeah. to just keep constantly reminding yourself that I love this person, yeah. and they're in my life, and to just kind of move through some of those other difficult times so that you get back to where you're like, I do love you yes, and, and everything's yes, going to be that's okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. So. I've, I've often said there, there are times when you know you love your spouse, but it's okay if there are moments where you don't like your spouse. Absolutely. You know, because right? it'll come back around. Yes. Yes. But that love is that foundation. And right. I think it's, I think it's so important that compromise word because so often I believe that the trouble that we have in marriage is because neither one is willing Stubborn. to Absolutely. I agree you know, it's with just, that. It's like, this mm-hmm. is about me and my right. feelings, and, yeah. and there's no wiggle room. Right. And if mm-hmm. you just step out of yourself for a moment and mm-hmm. think about the other person, mm-hmm. there's there's probably a solution there. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's good. Right. What's been the most fun thing about marriage? Yeah, okay. So one of the, I think, most fun things is that it – it is just, you have this wonderful partner for life. Mm-hmm. And what makes me twinkle is that when I see him in the store across the way and he's pushing his little cart and we're, you know, in the store, but I see him and he looks up and he smiles at me. Mm-hmm. That melts you, you yeah. know, that melts your heart. You're like, okay, that's what's fun. Yeah, this is, guy. this is what marriage is about. Yeah. This is, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my partner and he's cute as a button <laughs> and, and it just makes you twinkle. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Oh, I love that. This is what it is. But, and that's so cool because that's such an ordinary thing. Right. You know, but for you to see it as extraordinary. Yeah. I think that's really important Mm -hmm. to remember that marriage is made up of all the ordinary moments Mm -hmm. that really are pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So we've talked a lot about your love for Peoria and how you found this, you know, Mm -hmm. so much joy here, which is amazing. Um, And you're originally from Michigan. Yes. Mm -hmm. So... You've lived in different places. I have. <laughs> um, what do you think it takes to find contentment in the place where you are? Why do you think that's important? I think, well, let me explain. I, I'll back up a little bit. Yeah. So when I was in Michigan and growing up, I, you know, as a young person, I was a little naive. I never thought I was going to leave. Hmm. I was like, I'm never going to move. I love my town. I love my home. I love my family. And then things start to happen. Yeah. And so, you know, life events sometimes push you to, to, to move and to yeah. change. And, but throughout my life as I moved and I've unfortunately moved quite a bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's okay because it's, it's my journey and it yeah. makes me who I am. That's right. Um, but as, as I go, the one thing my mom always taught me, she goes, no matter where you go, 
make it your home. Mm-hmm. It's not a house. It's your home. Mm-hmm. And she was always like, you know, that I think that's my contentment mm-hmm. is that, you know, no matter where I go, if, you know, even when you're in college, you have to move every year. And then as I was growing older and I moved from Michigan to Illinois, um, find that contentment, find, find your home, mm-hmm. you know, and I always try to have one room in the house that just feels just super warm, super friendly, you know, and sometimes that's the kitchen, sometimes it's the living room, but it's, that's my, that's my heart. That's my contentment. And I think that has to do with my mother because she was a huge baker and and a cook and everything. And that's where the love, the heart. Mm -hmm. So when even, no matter how many times I moved, that's the contentment. You find it. You find that love. You find that warmth in in your home, and mm. it makes everything much easier. Yeah. Um. And so daily struggles, life struggles, just adventures. You always know when you come home. Like if you go on a really long vacation, and then you come home, you're like, "Whoo! I made it home. It feels so good." <laughs> yes. And and it's like that's that's what I always try to do when I'm yeah. moving. It that's the contentment. It's like, "Whoo! I made it home." Yeah. Even coming from up near Chicago, and moving down to Peoria, um, I was. I was like, okay, whew, I made it home. Wow. And and I made it my home. Wow. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important, Gretchen. I think that that's what I sensed in you mm-hmm. was this person that you, you could have been bitter mm-hmm. that you had to leave probably a huge circle of friends. Right. Uh, yeah. The career you had been in, right. that or that specific job, mm-hmm. um, to come here for your guy, yeah. you know, and it, you especially <laughs> mm-hmm. at forty two, mm-hmm. right? You could have had that mentality of like, hey, buddy, if you want me, you come to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you make my life work exactly. And I thought there was something so respectful about the oh. way you viewed that next step that God had for mm-hmm. you. You know, you just had this presence about you of like, this is so awesome and this is adventurous <laughs> yes. and I love it and I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And I loved that so much about you. I thought, man, I don't see that very often in people. Well, yeah, I think, I think you're right. And thank you for saying that. Um, because I think people, they do become bitter. They're like, well, I, you know, and it becomes more about me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really it's, I like it. It's a, it's an adventure. It's a journey. Yeah. Everything is a journey and you have to see it that way. I've moved so often. I'm, I know I have got it down. I have, you know, <laughs> moving crews. I'm like, okay, not a problem. And, and, you know, even moving here and getting married, you have to switch everything over. Yeah. So I had to change my name. I had to part with my name that I've had for 42 years. That you shared with your mama. That I shared with my mom. Yeah. Right. Was that hard? It was hard. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I'm starting something new. Yeah. And okay. And so I would, it, it was fine and it was lovely. And I had a great adventure with my last name, Yeah. but now I'm having a great adventure with this new name <laughs> oh, and, you and so you just, awesome. yeah, you just keep going. And it never, I have never felt, um, bitter about any of the changes that we've had to make. And mm. it would have been easier. Yes. If my husband would have come up because he's one person and I had to move myself and my dad. Yeah. Wow. But it's okay. Because my father sees it as an adventure too. Yes. We have sort of similar personalities. Mm. And so, you know, now he's here and he's like, this is wonderful. I go to exercise class. I go to bingo. They have a senior center, you know. And <laughs> and it, and he's like, every day he's like, this is so great. I love he's that. like, you have this so much to do. And I said, yeah. I said, every day is an adventure for us. Hmm. Mm-hmm. This perspective just needs to be bottled up. <laughs> and, and sold. Then, I, know, I know. And then we would all be billionaires. I know. <laughs> this I, is yeah. going to be for sale on the H&H. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay. So I found this interesting. You and Heidi have something in common. Okay. Oh, we're going to go there. Yeah. Let's go there. She doesn't know this about me. Let's go there. I don't. What is it? You were both, or are, I don't know if you're still in this, Gretchen. You'll have to tell us. Professional models. (gasps) I didn't know. Did you do that? I didn't know that. I did. Like 100,000 years ago. (gasps) Okay. I'll let you two chat now. Tell me about it. Tell me your story. It's brief. I modeled professionally for a few years, and then it started to get to the point where my standards did not fit the industry standards Mm -hmm. and the dollar amounts being offered to break my standards Mm -hmm. was just this constant tension. Right. And my agent didn't understand my standards and I didn't understand why she couldn't understand Mm -hmm. my standards. Yeah. And so I decided to step out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's the long and short of it. Oh, okay. (laughs) But honestly, there were some really great things about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was also super young. Mm -hmm. I was 20 years old Mm -hmm. and in that particular age group, it's a fairly rough industry to be in. Yes. Um, in that really young. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. a lot of the women specifically I was surrounded with were in really hard places. Mm. And it just, 
I'm in full-time ministry and it was very difficult Mm -hmm. to be a woman in full-time ministry seeing all of the Mm -hmm. brokenness that was in that particular site. I was in runway. And that, that is very difficult. It's a very difficult Mm -hmm. part of the industry. I don't know a lot about the other side, Mm -hmm. um, but that particular part of it was just very difficult. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. and I, and I, then I was a brand new married woman and I was just like, this isn't, this isn't fitting anymore. Um, you know, and I, it was mostly the tension with my agent that just started to really like, okay, but have you seen the dollar amount? And I'm like, right. I, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still it's tempting. It's still not going to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right. <laughs> I have a husband at home, you right. know, and right. so, so that's why I stepped out of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure your experience was better than mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I think, I think, um, you know, I am a fuller figured modeling. I did that for a while. And so it's, it's a little different, um, that it's a little bit more accepting, of size, but we also have the opposite of, you know, critique mm. of your size. Mm. You know, women, when you're fuller figured, it's, it, it's difficult to find clothing. And sure. then when you're modeling though, um, it's, it's just a little different for us, I think. But yeah. also we have longevity. Yeah. We have much more longevity as sure. a full figured model. You can start in your twenties and go into your fifties. Sure. Wow. And, right. And, but when you're not and it, yeah, you're, expiration if you will or whatever mm-hmm. you know is you, I mean your time as a model is very short yes outside of being a full figure model yeah. and um so how did you get into it oh oh my gosh this is great I have a friend um and uh, her name's Nakia and she is wonderful she also does ministry okay. um up in um, Forest Park and she was just delightful I worked with her husband hmm. at a university where I was working hmm. and she they needed um this was Steve Harvey Needed okay, yeah. a Caucasian model, yeah. full figure model. So Rodney had told Nakia about me, and um, so she called me, and she was like, "Hey, he needs to, he needs somebody. Can you do it?" And I was like, "Sure." You know, I'm like, <laughs> I love "Okay." That. I was like, what? "You know," and I had never done anything before. Yeah. They just, you know, Rodney just knew that I was very stylish at work. I had, you know, I dressed well. I yeah. carried myself well. Oh, I and love that. So I was like, "Okay," and I was like, "When do you need me to be there?" And she's like, "Tomorrow." And so <laughs> off I went. And, oh my yeah, goodness! And I, went, I went to the studio. Studios and it was just fantastic and um I went on to a few more shows and then I did runway that's so um, fun yeah and then um I did a magazine so you know it's just it's just fun but it was also I really just wanted to be a positive um outlet for those other for women yeah mm-hmm. because you hear so often women struggle with how they look and appearances and um in society can be very critical and cruel mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yes um, and you know I, I'm like no you know be beautiful, yeah. be who you are, yeah. you know, and sometimes you have to meet yourself where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to move forward with maybe your goals, Yeah. but be honest with who you are. Yeah. You know, I, I used to weigh a hundred pounds more than I do now. Mm. And, um, you have to be honest about how you look in the mirror wow. if you want to move forward. And so I did. Mm. And so I started working out, started eating better, started looking at, um, I had a trainer, so it, it just was Okay. What, what do I need to change in my life? But not, I wasn't trying to do it for anybody else. Sure. It truly was also to help my insides, yeah, you know, yeah. the cardiovascular, trying to, you know, just really get that going. And, um, and, and yeah, I, I think it's lovely. I'm like, oh, if, if you are a woman and you are sad about how you look, Look in the mirror and find something that you love. Hmm. You know, find that one thing. It could be your nose. It could be your ears. <laughs> but start with that. Yeah. And then start your journey of wherever you want to go. Find people who are positive too. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have a group of people that really support you, mm-hmm. love you for where you're at and who you are. And then after that, everything is, is gravy. Hmm. Yeah. I think something you said is really key. You said be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we think we're being honest with ourselves when we're being so critical of ourselves, mm-hmm. but we're actually lying to ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not honesty. No. When we look in the mirror and we think, I'm not thin enough or I'm not pretty enough mm-hmm. or my hair is too dry or too curly or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. 
they're act, those are actually lies. Right, absolutely. Instead of looking in the mirror and being honest and saying, okay, what what is actually the issue mm-hmm. that I need to work on? Because those things take work. Right, absolutely. Right. I, I think that's brilliant. That's brilliant <laughs> yes. that you said that. And then be honest about that, but stop lying to ourselves about everything else. Right. Like, well, I'm not as pretty as the girl next door. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and I've actually, with Heidi having been in professional modeling, like that was very intimidating to me, mm-hmm. you know, as someone who was never in professional modeling and would probably laugh all the way through it if I tried to be, because I just yeah. can't right. do that. But, you know, I had to be able to look in the mirror and mm-hmm. say, I have value, mm-hmm. even though it might be a little bit different than her, her outward beauty sure. value, you know? And so that, that's such a, I love that you said that, like mm-hmm. be honest yeah. with yourself, but be let's, let's also be real about what we're mm-hmm. actually saying right because sometimes a lot of times I think they're lies that we're saying telling Mm -hmm. ourselves well and I think that doesn't just that's not just in the modeling industry right Mm -hmm. that's in just normal everyday life yeah right and it's not just a woman thing it's a guy thing too men do it too Mm -hmm. you know the men who are like Mm -hmm. man I am not tall enough or Mm -hmm. I am too heavy or Mm -hmm. I'm balding Mm -hmm. or you know whatever it is and I just think you know God's word talks about how we are made in his image Mm -hmm. and if you really think about the intimacy of what that means is that he took time to craft us exactly right. how he thought was best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it is like, wow, he did want my eyes to be this color. Mm-hmm. Right. And he did want my bone structure to be like this. Mm-hmm. And he did know I would be this short or this tall or mm-hmm. this wide or this narrow. Exactly. You know, and so I think there is such comfort in knowing that God had a purpose mm-hmm. and a plan and you were not a mistake. Right. Well, and that's the thing. You were chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were chosen to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were chosen to be here as you are. Yes. And so embrace that. Mm -hmm. Embrace it. It took me forever to understand that, to just be okay, you know, meet myself where I'm at, Yeah. you know, and be okay with it. And, um, I try to be positive for women and just, you know, just say, you're beautiful. Yes. What, you know, why, why yes. do you want to go and have surgery? Yeah. You're gorgeous. Yeah. You know, yeah. just, just stay as you are. That's how you're meant to be. Yes. And, you know, and then when you see people actually start to feel better, it just, they start to just glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're radiant. They mm-hmm. come back to themselves. They do. Yeah. They yeah. do. And, and I try to just stay positive because you hear, uh, it's unfortunate in society, women, t- sometimes we do, do are a little bit more judgmental. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, even when I'm in the store, you can tell sometimes people are a little sad, you know, or, or whatnot. And I, I actually saw a clerk one time at a store, and she was ringing up my items, and she looked so sad. And she was just, she had the most beautiful hands I've ever seen. Wow. So I told her, I said, you have gorgeous hands. Your hands are beautiful. And she perked up, mm-hmm. and she was just like, oh, thank you so much. And I, But I meant it. Yeah. And it was just like, but you could tell there was just something, she just wasn't yeah. feeling beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. I thought... We got to fix that. Yes. And I was like, okay, she has beautiful hands. Let me talk about that. Yes. And and right away, it was just like, she changed. And then she was just, she felt good. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's what you have to do yep. to each other. Yes. Not tear each other down. Yes. But lift each other up and say, you know, you're just gorgeous. And, you know, then you go from there. And then you start talking so to good. them. You hear things and then it's just like, it becomes beautiful on the inside. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I think it's so valuable to to point out in other people what is so awesome about mm-hmm. them. And and I think sometimes it just is a reminder to themselves mm-hmm. of the fact that they are incredible. Right. You know, whether it's a characteristic about them or a physical attribute. Absolutely. To go, you are special and you are mm-hmm. awesome and mm-hmm. people see this in you. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like give them that confident boost. Right. That people need. Absolutely. Because you also don't know what that person's journey is through the day. What yes. what are they going through? Mm-hmm. What right. is what is causing this, you know? And because it doesn't happen on its own, there's yeah. factors that mm-hmm. are always yeah. feeding into us. And so, um, you just have to think about that too. When you see somebody and they're just not in a good space, think about like, why, why are, what are they, are they struggling? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what is going on? Yeah. And yeah. again, that's my helper. You yes. know, I want to make you feel better yeah. because I feel good and yes. I want you to feel good. And so just that lifting, making mm-hmm. people feel better. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Isn't she awesome? Mm-hmm. I told you you were going to love her. <laughs> yeah, Nothing she's great. Like she's awesome. <laughs> we're going to have to get dinner and a glass of wine. Uh, That'd yep, be fun. Yep. yep we'll yep, let we your hubby come too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be a girls only club. We like guys. <laughs>
We'll bring we our do. men. That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you're in Peoria. Oh, thank you. I am glad I'm here. I hope you continue to love it. I think I will. I Well, I'm here for the long haul. Yeah. I'm going nowhere. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm not going back up to Chicago. No more frequent flyer mover no, trips. No. No. I am done for <laughs> yeah. now. Um, and, and I think it's wonderful. And I just, um, I want to be part of the community and, and see whatever so cool. I can do to help. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Hey, I do want to ask her this one last question. Oh, here. I wasn't but... wrapping up. I just, oh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. just oh. like so glad she's here. <laughs> oh, I, you, you sounded like I'm you were sorry. wrapping up. No, 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 I'm not wrapping up. So I, I think this is really intriguing. I think this is really important. You got married at 42. Mm-hmm. So what encouragement would you give to someone who's single? Okay, that's, who, that's really good. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. want to be married, yeah. but they're in this, this waiting mm-hmm. season. What's okay. your encouragement for that? Well, um, I would just say keep steady on your journey. Keep steady. Um, it took me 20 years to find my husband. Hmm. And I was dating throughout that whole time. I would try sites. And this is one good thing someone told me once. You know, I would date for a while and it just wasn't the right fit. Or And you meet tons of wonderful men. Yeah. I met so many nice men. Um, but just it just wasn't the fit. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, and But the bigger picture is to take maybe – a year off. Mm. So I would. I would date for a while and just, you know, you get a little tired, you get a little worn out, and you're kind yeah. of like, you know, might feel a little down every once in a while, but then you're like, okay. And someone told me, you know what, take some time off. Mm. Just do it. And so I stopped. And so that went on for many years. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, but never give up. Mm. Never, ever give up because um, you're meeting really wonderful people too. So, because my, I always think about this, people come in and out of your life for a reason, Mm -hmm. friends, you know, um, dating, you'll, you know, those people come in and out, they bring you things, you know, they bring something to your relationship, something to you and you'll figure that out eventually. Like some of the men that I, you know, they obviously didn't become my husband, but I learned many things. Wow. And so it's like, okay, just look back on it. Just think about those things and then move forward Mm -hmm. and just stay steady in your course. Just... Mm -hmm. Again, it's a journey. Yeah. Make an adventure. Have fun. Mm. Um, if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I I learned that through many episodes. You know what? Mm. It's okay. It hurt my heart a little bit. Yeah. But you're okay. Yeah. And it makes you better. And you figure out, okay, this made me stronger. This person wasn't a good fit, but I, I blessed them to move on to wow. something better. And, and, you know, and hope they find somebody. Yeah. And once you do that good things start happening so mm. you just keep going just mm. stay steady it's really good advice that is good mm-hmm. advice i like that you said it might hurt your heart a little bit it does like hurt mm-hmm. is a part of it right but you don't let that stop you no yeah. you don't like you you have your little moment mm-hmm. yeah and then you keep going right it's really good uh yeah because i think so many of us humans tend to get hurt mm-hmm. and then we throw the towel in right. and god's kind of like hey here's the towel back mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you go on. Right. Keep yeah. working. Right. You know, yeah. you're not done. You're not done. <laughs> you might be pouting, but right. you're not done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good advice. What, so is your sister married? She is married. Okay. And was she, did she live close to you during your years of dating? Yes. My sister actually, she and I lived together for about, oh gosh, close to, I think it was about 14 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, and, um, so, because when I moved to um, Chicago, she already lived here. And okay. so she asked me to come and live with her. Okay. Um, and that was right after our mother had passed. So yeah. I came to live with her and go to school. Okay. And so we decided, you know, stop throwing our money out the window for renting. Mm-hmm. And we bought a house. Good oh, for you. So, wow. Yeah. So we bought a house together mm-hmm. and then we lived together for, I think it was like 14 years. Wow. Yeah. And it was fabulous. Uh, my sister's amazing. <laughs> and so she was there for all of it. You know, yeah. all of the dating and the heartache and the, you know, getting back up and enjoying our journey. And, um, yeah. And what's wonderful is she also met her husband through a dating site. Okay. And, and yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, I I think God will put that person in your life when you're ready to accept it. Yeah. And you know, you meet those others and it's wonderful and and you learn a lot from Mm. everyone that you met. Mm. Um, but then it's, it's, it's like God winked at you and is like, there you go. Okay. So how did you know? When you um, met him, was it like full on, like love at first sight? This is the guy. Ding ding ding. For me, it was. It was. It was. For okay. me, it was. It was love at first sight. I was. <clears throat> I, I said yes. This. Um. This Ryan is it. <clears throat> um. When we had our wedding vows, um. He he said, well, you know, 
he was a little apprehensive. He wasn't sure. And then he realized, you know, after a while he, that he loved me, you know, and I was like, that's such, yeah, that's, that's such a man thing to say. So, um, you know, and I'm like, googly eyes, I love you so much. And, um, yeah, but, um, he's, he's a wonderful man and, you know, all that journey brought me to him and it made me a better person when he received me. Mm-hmm. It made me that person who is a really good partner for him. Yeah. And so that journey, even though there were some difficulties, it made me better. And wow. so now we're stronger together because of it. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. What a fun story. I know. <laughs> I feel so encouraged by you right now. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> I walked into this interview with a little bit of a heavy heart and yeah. I'd gotten off of a rough meeting and I thought... Oh, I think Gretchen is going to be fun to talk to, mm-hmm. and you happen. Well, thank you. So thank you. I'm glad I could bring you some joy, because that's what it's about. Yeah. We'll have to tell you all of the best places to eat around thank here. Thank you, because I'm still trying to we'll learn. We'll fill you in. <laughs> okay. We'll fill you in. There are some great places. There are some yeah. hidden gems. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, good. Okay, so what would you tell 20-year-old Gretchen? I would probably tell her, be kind to yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't always kind to myself. Um, and, um, oftentimes I would have a heavy heart because of decisions I would make or the life choices I would have mm-hmm. and just be kind to yourself. Take it easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I think to also relax, mm-hmm. breathe. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I think you implemented your own advice. I, I did. I think, you did. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's really good advice. I, I think I'm at the beginning stages of learning both of those things. Because mm-hmm. I think I, I can tend, I'm type A, firstborn mm-hmm. perfectionist, you know, and can tend to be so hard on myself. Right. Harder on myself than I am on other people oh, a sure. lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. maybe age has helped a little bit with that. <laughs> and But I think I'm getting to that place too where I'm like, okay, I can have a little bit of mercy on myself yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that's so good. It's yeah. so good. Girls, this has been fun. I know. It's been good. This has been so Thank fun. you for coming. And well, thank you for letting me be on our right? show. This is wonderful. I've had a wonderful time. Little did yeah. you know, you'd come to Peoria, Illinois. I know. And, and you would ask to be a famous podcaster. I know. Hello. <laughs> I know. I know. I told everyone, I'm like, I want to be on a podcast. This is so great. You, you know, and, so I'm like, and I'm like, we're going to talk about Peoria, one of my loves right now. And Aww. and my husband is just, just shakes his head and he's like, you're so crazy. You just love Peoria so much. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> It is in my heart. I, I love it. I love driving around. I love finding new places and mm. new things to do. And um, I will continue to see what I can find in the community so that I can help lift up Peoria. Hmm. I think that's so interesting, though. People that have grown up, no matter where they are, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's be- it has become ordinary to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's become common. It's right. become maybe drudgery mm-hmm. and it's like hey you just need a perspective shift mm-hmm. you need right. to see through Gretchen's eyes yeah. right now yeah I was gonna say see through my eyes yeah. because everything is sparkly and shiny to me and yes. and it will remain that way just yeah. because of what I value and what I love I you yeah. know like I said I love the arts yeah tell us about that where mm-hmm. did that come from that appreciation that, that is my mother and father again is it yeah growing up we um in our town in Adrian we had oh, it's still there and it's still a wonderful theater it's the Roswell. Mm-hmm. And um, we grew up going to plays and musicals. My mom and dad just loved it. We went to the symphony. We also had a symphony. Um, so I loved music. I played the saxophone myself from oh, wow. fifth grade to 12th grade. I loved it. It was just phenomenal. Went marching band, you know, <laughs> did it all. And it just brings me joy because mm-hmm. music touches everybody and, and it can elicit every emotion yeah. you can ever have. Yeah. It's so powerful, and I just, I think it's wonderful, and I love art and just literature, everything, just the mm. arts in general. I just, mm. I'm like, you know, there's not enough books. I just, I want you know, and yeah. and um, when we went to the art show, we bought pieces because it's mm. so important to support those local yes. artists or even the artists that are coming from around the country yes. to just say, you know, yeah, this is valuable, and to show people 
you know, this is what art can do. That wow. you can make a living being an artist. Wow. And so I, yeah, ever since we were young, I that's all I can remember is music is in the house. Mm, we yeah. constantly had music going. Yeah. So now I constantly have music going in the house, you know, and, and yeah, it's it's just lovely. Have you been to the Cornstalk Theater under the tent? I have not. Oh, you have See, to do that. There's another thing that that's I have fun. to do. Yeah, yeah. that's really mm-hmm. fun. That's a neat experience because it's in a tent, right. like a circus tent, yeah. you know. How but fun. It's a, it's a show, but you're close to everything because mm-hmm. the stage is right there. Yeah. That's a fun Peoria thing to do. Yeah. See, I'll have to find that. I'll have to do that because I just, I want to take it all in. And I think if people really looked at Peoria, it is and I don't know if you want to make this comparison, but it's like a smaller Chicago. Mm-hmm. It really is mm-hmm. because you offer everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, the shows, the Broadway shows that are coming mm-hmm. to the Civic Center mm-hmm. are the traveling Broadway cast. Mm-hmm. People yeah. don't realize that yep. sometimes, you know, and it's like this, you're bringing in the best of the best mm-hmm. when you wow. get that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I just, I think, you know, take advantage of what this town offers. Yeah. There's so much to do mm-hmm. and yeah. so many people to just go out and meet and, um, I just, I think it's incredible and mm. I hope people love it as much as I do. I think Pierre needs to put her on a billboard. I know. She needs to be the poster child. <laughs> I know. The new poster child. The for, new poster yes. child for this place. I know. I'm like, Aww. it's phenomenal. And yeah. And you know, every day my father, he'll go over the river and he's like, that is the most amazing river. <laughs> and I said, and I said, that's true because the thing is, is that when you live close to Chicago, you have Lake Michigan, but it's hard to get to sometimes. And, um, and the parking isn't the best, but it's like, it's there, but you have to drive quite a ways. I'm like, this river cuts right down the middle. It's yeah. there. You have to cross over it all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's not, you know, and I'm like, look at how great that is. Mm, yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so, you know, there's a lot of things. If you just stop, yeah. And look at something like that, which is ordinary. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually extraordinary it to is. see that. I yeah. mean, that's that's powerful. And so I hope people just take time and look at things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's no matter where you live. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wherever you live, just go, okay, God, what what's this perspective shift yeah. that I need? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. is this me? Am I the reason I'm feeling negative about mm-hmm. this? Because you might be. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be you. You might be in an awesome city. Yeah. And you're the grumpy part of it. Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> right. Exactly. Or like, in an awesome marriage. Yeah. Or an awesome friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might be a great you. church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A great job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. on that note, I mean, that's the point of our whole podcast right there. There it is. <laughs> point delivered. Thank you, Gretchen. Thank you very much for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. It's been so fun. Thank you. How that was fun. I know. I loved so it. So fun. Yeah. So listeners, thanks for joining us. We are so glad that you did. We value your time and we hope that this has been fun and uplifting for you. Um, If you have any needs, as always, Heather and I say this and we really do mean it, Mm -hmm. um, reach out to us. We love to hear from you. You can email us. You can look on our posts and see how to contact us. Mm -hmm. Um, H&HHour at Gmail. You can find us on Instagram. And um, we're here for you. So if you've got prayer requests, we will pray for you. Yes, we will. And... Jump over to iTunes too. Yeah. Uh, or whatever wherever you're you listen to podcasts on your yeah. podcast app and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. But also if you wouldn't mind sharing it. You mm-hmm. know, every podcast app that I've ever seen or used has that little share button. And it's, it's super easy. Really easy. And I do it all the time. Yeah. I listen to lots of podcasts and I'll I'll be like, oh, this person would love this one and I'll share it with them. I'll just, you know, say, hey, I was thinking of you. And yeah. so if this podcast means something to you or is spoken to you, would you share it with a friend? Because yeah. that's that's not, it's not about us getting no. more listeners. It really truly is about saying like, hey, Gretchen's story could really help someone, could really affect yes. someone. So share that mm-hmm. and that just get, help, helps everyone get to be encouraged. Yes. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.